Rooted Week 7, Day 1, Compassion in Action. We've all had bad neighbors. You know the ones. They come in all forms. The old guy who yells at the kids for riding on their skateboards on the sidewalks and then swears under his breath. Or maybe it's a guy who insists on mowing his lawn at 7 a.m. on the weekend. Or the family with the teenagers who have loud parties that seem to go on all night. Given the time, we could all share stories about our crazy neighbors. It's these kind of neighbors that make a particular story Jesus tells us hard to believe and even harder to obey. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind. And... Love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So, so too a Levite came, and when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, poured oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. The religious law expert asked Jesus whom he had to love in order to gain eternal life. He was most likely looking for a way out, hoping Jesus was going to make this easy. But that wasn't how Jesus responded. Instead, his answer turned conventional expectations upside down, portraying a Samaritan in a positive light would have come as a shock to Jesus' audience. Even Jesus identified the man as despised. There was no question how Jews felt about Samaritans. It would have been bad enough if Jesus had called this religious man to a Samaritan but Jesus actually goes further. He makes the Samaritan the hero of the story. Let's focus on this despised Samaritan. First, the Samaritan felt compassion for the Jewish man. Your dictionary define, defines compassion as sorrow for the suffering or trouble of another, accompanied by an urge to help. Deep sympathy, pity. Jesus said the Samaritan felt compassion for the Jewish man someone he knew would have hated him had he been conscious and aware of the Samaritan's presence. Regardless, the Samaritan acted on his compassion and went to the man, seemingly without concern for his own well-being, not knowing if those who had robbed and beaten the Jew were still present and would have had him as their next victim. What did it cost the Samaritan to help the injured Jewish man? Quite a bit, actually. He had to get his hands dirty. The injured man was left naked, beat up, and bloodied, and close to death. The Samaritan would have had to touch him, pick him up, 
and assesses injuries. The social and religious ramifications of these two men touching were staggering. In the story, it says the Samaritan took his own possessions and soothed the man's wounds with olive oil and wine. After he tended to the Jew's wounds, he put him on his own donkey. This couldn't have been an easy task, as the Jewish man was near death and naked. The Samaritan took him to an inn, got a room, and tended to the patient all night. We don't know what kind of care the Samaritan had to administer through the night, but we know he kept the Jewish man alive, and well enough that he left him to continue to heal inside the room. On his way out, the Samaritan went to the innkeeper, asked him to continue to take care of the recovering Jew, and told him he would cover all the ensuing expenses. The compassion this Samaritan had for his fellow man, his neighbor, was remarkable. But we don't know for sure, but it seems the Samaritan didn't hesitate to help the Jew. He had no, social, no obligation to help. Social norms dictated he shouldn't help, but he did so because it was part of who he was. There was no question in his mind that the Jew needed help, and he was the one to give it. At the end of the story, Jesus asked the question back to the religious law expert, who was the neighbor to this man? The answer came back, the one who showed mercy. With the correct answer being stated, Jesus then issues a command, now go and do the same. Regardless of who it is that is in need, show compassion, extend mercy, and get your hands dirty. Jump in and start meeting the needs of whoever might need it. We don't know how the religious expert responded, but we do know how Jesus expected us to live. Jesus demonstrated his servant's heart on many, many occasions prior and following the telling of this parable. He had dined with outcasts, healed lepers, restored sight to the blind. All these groups were part of the marginalized communities, community of his day. He left no doubt about what it meant to live a life of service to others. He didn't perform service projects. He lived a lifestyle of service. He didn't go on missions. He lived a missional life. For the, re the readings this week, we will build on the perspectives and truths taught in the story of the Good Samaritan to challenge and guide each one of us to love those in need in real and practical ways that Jesus did. Daily response. Who are the marginalized people and outcasts of society today? Who is your neighbor? Write a prayer asking God to show you your neighbor. Pray for the opportunity to meet their needs and move into a life of service.